But seriously. But seriously, though, folks. I'm still fine. I'm still finding glitter. That's that, what is in your glitter. What is in your glitter that I, I had some on my shoes? I don't know how, but I did. I only did a little teeny finger lick because you wanted whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> From a soon-to-be gamefully employed Stone Mountain, Georgia, and Snellville, Georgia, and reasonably close by East Cobb, Georgia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for throwing me a bone. <laughs> Where we played the crew, but did not say adieu. <laughs> okay. It's cute. It is cute. It's all the Giroux talk, isn't adieu. it? That's, that's what French, got you. And our French players are doing so well. And we didn't say goodbye. Oh, to hell with all y'all. This is the Five it's- Takes podcast. And we are back. Back like Anthony Taylor promoted straight back to the EPL hey, for the City a, uh... and Chelsea match. Just after this past weekend of Evelyn been just demoted to the championship where he made shockingly another dubious penalty call in the Preston North Mm -hmm. End and Coventry City match not a great week for officiating across the globe globe uh across leagues yeah Tim Ford essentially shoulder checking Andre Schupf I think I'm pronouncing that right German name Schupf from from Vancouver Victor mm-hmm. Rivas giving Miazga second yellow and an extremely soft penalty. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, look. Not a good week. With with Rivas, I think the story is still coming out with Matt Miazga mm-hmm. and what he did entering the official's room. Was he forcibly removed? Was he not? We don't have all the details on that. It's still dumb. Like, you can't do that. Also, Vancouver's head coach, like, you can't make veiled threats against a ref no matter how bad the refereeing is and let's be clear it was bad you can't do that i I mean literally but the the, the, a little bit i can understand you know the frustration boiling over when in the dying minutes of a match that you are trying to try up uh the ref literally steps in front of you and cock blocks you like i i mean he cock blocks the side like what are you gonna do I, i i but yeah you shouldn't be death threatening referees especially considering how weirdly volatile uh people are about youth sports in general mm-hmm. and so many officials mm-hmm. you know in lower levels are you know they're volunteers i'm not saying that they pay pro fairly or i'm not saying that pro can't do better um but you know ultimately like it sets a really bad example for a lot of idiot parents out there that just don't know how to control their emotions when their children are involved and maybe not the super stud players that they think they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just as frustrated. We've been on, I've lost count the bad end of how many calls that have been decisive that have been important. How many many. apology cards do we have? Yeah, like doesn't it and doesn't it seem i mean i don't know like doesn't it seem awfully lopsided for us to have that many bad calls like i, I like i i i didn't ever want to start feeling like we should have taken it personally but it started feeling like like i've always felt and i've mentioned this before like you know broadcast networks like cnn or uh, cnn <laughs> espn uh seem to constantly have a problem with atlanta sports unless they're straight up blowing smoke up our ass but even then it's brief and then they seem to always be bashing atlanta teams any atlanta sport um 
even the Georgia Bulldogs, who have not lost a game in 27 games, they just tend to like go in on on you this know state I think for it, some reason. It's I don't I, think it, we're delusional inherent... though. You know? No, no, no. I think there there is an inherent bias against all things Southern. Okay. It's the assumption that people who do are not from the South or people who don't speak the South, who hear people that sound like they're from the South, assume that their IQ sits about 40 points below the rest yeah, of the country. My, I want to be clear. Yes. My and, IQ and, and, does sit 40 points below, but, yeah, but I'm not representative. Yeah, that's because you're from Ohio. Correct. So it's really the North. This isn't, I'm not representative. I'm sorry. Did I say of, that out loud? Of, of the South. No, you could say it out loud. Say it for the people oh, in the back of the do. room who didn't hear. I generally do. They, you know, because the last thing that Ohio needed was a second MLS team. But and fortunately, officiating fortunately. was not an issue here. And we are nope. going nope. back to Ohio. Let's go. Yay. Yay, Let's Ohio. Hi. Hey, I'm in round on the Ohio. ends and high in the middle. Ohio. Is that from okay. script Ohio? It also means that hello Ohio in Japanese. Or... Oh, it does. I don't yeah. know what that actually is from, but a friend of mine when I was a teenager used to say that all the time. I have no idea where it came from because she was born and raised in Georgia too. So go figure. For what it's worth, apparently my first name, Glenn, with two N's, I don't know why there's two N's. Nobody hangs on to that second N. Like there's, yeah. It's really selfish. There's some poor kid mm. out there. His name is Icholus. All he wants is an N, and I've got two of them. Congratulations that you have been witness to the 5,000th time i've used that joke i was gonna say um but have you ever actually met means... anyone named icholus because well, otherwise the joke doesn't really work <sighs> i'm a harsh i, choose, I'm I actively choose to record with both of these people um <laughs> we have just gone completely off have, the rails I'm, can I'm we bring, just get back I'm, on track I'm bringing it back and be all on. like yay we won and that was a badass thing to be we at last night it was yeah. good the vibes were as high as good. they so have good. been in a yeah. while. And we were all there. It was a wonderful time. Yeah. We had a little pregame at Reverb where I'm sure there's still glitter at Reverb as well. Because yep. just agree. wherever Jennifer goes, it's like chemtrails, y'all. Yeah, like that shit just <laughs> it's it's it, like they're like the, the gingerbread bread house, you know, like the yeah. crumbs to, to the to has the, anybody the seen house. where Jennifer went? No, just follow just the follow glitter. right there. That it's very obvious. You can see it. It's like a constellation. Y'all, y'all have y'all have found me out because that's actually why I do it. Hey. So that you know, after a little bit of pre gaming or in match consumption, I can find my way out of the stadium. <laughs> you just follow your way home. You just follow your. I just follow hey. my way home. Look, it's the glitter brick road. D- d- <laughs> despite how much glitter that's going on the back of my neck. Despite kit. how how much glitter, I'm still finding. Um, in places that, uh, you know, I'm I've been alive for 40 years. Wipe. I didn't even know I had. I'm using an alcohol wipe as we speak. And I'm and there's a piece right there. It, it was a wonderful time. I loved hanging out with you guys. I loved hanging out with everybody. We don't always get an opportunity to get together. No, all it's it's with, with everybody having lives and much, things. but much less in that moment. Yeah. In that environment for the state of the team and where things have gone. And also, I think. I'm, maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, Kristen. You can shut me up if I'm wrong, but for the state of where our personal lives have been, both Kristen and I mm-hmm. work in the film and television industry. And I don't know yep. if you all know this, but shit, we've been on strike. Well, not mm-hmm. us, but the writers and actors since May. And neither of us have worked on a a real TV show or a, or a film, film since then. Uh, Kristen's been fortunate enough to be 
Anderson Cooper's I'm in broadcast. I'm in just, broadcast just now. Right hand girl. Where I've been. Just, yeah. Oh yeah. Because he, he has follows him. absolutely no idea Nothing. who I am whatsoever. No, not anyway. no clue. But she has been working at CNN. I have been working. I've been there. taking random odd jobs like um, teaching chess mm-hmm. uh, to Cap County schools, and also I've started working for the Atlanta Hawks, which I actually hope I can continue to do. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah. watch free games and and that's a good sure. time but it was just a bit of a release for us for everything that we've been through and i'm sure other people as well everybody's gone through struggles and it's been a hard three years i think for everybody for various reasons covid and whatnot and to have that moment everybody together in a do or die match and we put in that kind of performance mm-hmm. thank you thank you boys and you know, and I, especially just to touch on that again, I don't get to go to many games these days just because family life and work life and um, just everything that's going on, uh, I, I just don't get to many games as I used to. Um, I picked a really good one. <laughs> you did. What we all thought what you we did. all thought was going to potentially even be the last game of the season, let alone the last home game of the season, uh, still will be that. But what we all thought might have even been the last one. It's something that I actually used to do before we even had a team, which was my my wife and I used to try and always go to the last Braves game of the season. But we also lived eight minutes from the stadium. But we we loved that. That's back Whether in the Turner Field a, days. Yes, yeah. back in the Turner Field days. And it was... Um, whether it was we were having a winning season or a losing season or they were guaranteed to go to the playoffs and then it, that last game didn't matter. Didn't it, it didn't matter to us. We always tried to go to the last game of the season. So for me, that was sort of one of the big selling points of this one was, hey, I've only been to four matches this year and a Braves game. I would really like to go to this one. And it turned out to be one of the best wins that I've witnessed since the cup. And it was just everything. It was, yeah. the, it was everything encompassing. Was it a perfect match? No, but what it was the environment. I got to hang out ahead of time. I got to meet Jennifer in person. <laughs> wait, no, wait. no. Wow. It's a mind. Fuck, I feel like it? we're besties and like we hang out all the <laughs> time, but it's literally just, we've been in a long distance relationship it. up to this point, And we just a very long distance. The, the distance between Snellville <laughs> and East Cobb is Cop. immense. Frodo had a shorter time our, going our, to Mordor. I'm telling you. We y'all. talked, we talked as much when she was in another country <laughs> on true. the other side of the planet. <laughs> As much you as never we talk know now, where Jennifer is going to pop night up. Last was the first time we'd ever met in person. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, so, so it was extra special. So it was the, so it was the environment. It was the coming together. You know, we actually there was so much that just got to go into it. And I know that it's a take, and we're going to talk about it. But like yeah. when we picked Silva up from when he was down, everything about it, the supporters, the supporters section never stopped. A you know not that they it ever really stops but I mean it just, I, I got you it was I so you, encompassing there was a lot of beer being thrown it was it, it was, was playoff it was environment it was really really good I thought it was we were gonna walk in there and feel all defeatist and it was not the case Jennifer how did you how did you feel about it before we get into the meat you of you know it was just it was amazing to win a match that mattered again go. we have not done that in 
quite some time. Mm. I don't think we've done that since 2019. That's it. Um, That's it. You, you, you hit the nail on the proverbial and, head there. That's exactly it. And we did it our way and we did it our style. We played our game in our house, the way our house should feel. We had the band come in at the last minute. So we had the brass and the tuba, which was. We had a fire really, really tifo, awesome. literally and metaphorically. Yeah, it was good. Yup, yup. We, we had, I mean, you know, so like everything that was fun and awesome about this club was in yeah. that building last night. Pretty and stupendous. I'm going to say it yet again, and I'm not going to shut up about this uh, <laughs> until somebody in the front office listens to me. For the love of all that's holy, please let us keep the 404 kit for a couple of matches next year. Please. I hope please, so. Please. I, I hope it's not just a one. No, no because it's. It's not even the kit design. It is what the story and the yeah. meaning and who we are as a city and a club with that crest. That kit gives everybody that energy. I'd like to see them. And we need to keep I would like energy. to see them maybe do another one. You know, like it could be, it could be something that they do like the pride kit every year where they do a 404 kit every year and, mm. and change the design I mean, it's, because you know, I'm sorry, but to me, the green and the black and the blue, the colors, the color scheme is like kind of the one thing about it that I was not a hundred percent down with everything else. And then I want the Atlanta influence. Well, I mean, everything. that's ATLians. I want that bigger. I know it is. I know it is, the, but it's not five stripes. It's not, it's not. Atlanta United. So I want the 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 Atlanta influences everything like like bigger. I want that to be more acknowledged, you know, like the Love Unites okay. that was on the Pride kit, you know, that's you can see that. You can barely see if you have any hair like Jennifer, you can't see the AIE at the back. So I'm just saying I think that would be cool, you know, like they do like they did the Unity kit. I thought that you know that was a special kit, but the 404 kit could continue. They do in a 4th of July kit every fucking year. And that those don't sell nearly well, those as are well. Training, no, 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 no. Those are like warm up tops, and they I know, have one of those and that's for fine. Month, so if it got, whole... if it gets relegated to anything, maybe it's that. But I would like them to I, do I to keep it going. Yeah, you you could. It if could it, end up anything. diluting it a little, the specialness of it. But I agree. Mm. For now, man, keep this thing going because we're winning in it. I'm fine <laughs> yeah. with us. Uh-huh. I'm fine with us showing up and not on Sunday in Columbus. That's totally fine. We can get yep. these things laundered in time. Yeah, sorry, Columbus. Go back to your banana. Yes. 100%. All right, moving on. Before we get into our takes, we uh, actually, before we even do, uh, we've got some fan takes this time. It's going to be a new segment. Before we do that, let's thank Mason Mill, shall we? We should. You went there this morning, didn't you? I I'm did, going and tomorrow I feel so morning. So much better. Dr. Cohen got you oh, right. He got, he got me. Oh, man. That man knows how to crack a water bottle, if you know what I mean. Listen, y'all, if you want some of that in your life, you need to call 404-321-0082. And on the other end of that line will be Eva or Ashley or Rachel. And actually, no longer Eva. She's got a couple days left and she's moving on. However, exciting news, special guest appearance from Mindy. Usually, usually she used to be the person, almost the sole person, back when it was Sherwood Chiropractic Days, who would be taking all your calls, setting up all your appointments, handling all your insurance. She was doing everything before the practice expanded and grew into what it is today. She's making a little guest appearance. She is retired and living her best life uh, somewhere down South Florida, mm-hmm. assuming not in Orlando. Um, <laughs> but she's making a guest appearance. No one she's, lives their best, no life, one lives in their best life in Florida. Nobody. Just, I mean, 
I, I don't. It's not for me, but you know, if she's happy there, I'm happy for. Her. But she's coming back for a couple of days yeah. next week. So, if you know who we're talking about, you were a patient of theirs uh, prior to. Go say hi to Mindy. Yeah, and go say hi. If it's your first time, you can go meet a, a great woman who really helped make this practice into what it is. Absolutely, today. she was totally a wonderful person. And Wonderful on another person. on another note, when it comes to that, I was chit chatting ever so briefly with Eva, and I <laughs> I let slip that we had mentioned a couple of times that we had mentioned her on the podcast, and of that course. we would be missing her on the podcast. And she said, "What you guys talk about me?" And we're like, of "Yeah, course. of course we do, all the time, all, <laughs> all the, the time. time. We love her. We love everybody there. We thank them very much for continuing to support us and for really getting us off the ground." That's true. Uh, initially and growing yeah. to what we Absolutely. are today and continuing to grow. It's very cool. Anyhow, go check them out, y'all. They're in Decatur, Georgia, off McConnell Mill Drive, open Tuesdays through Saturdays. All right. Before we jump into our own takes, we've got some fan takes. So um, big thanks to, to Mitch, uh, to Andrew, and AJ for taking the time during the match to meet up with me real quick and give us their kind of takes on things. These are scattered uh some are from halftime some are from the end of the match and apologies the audio isn't super great it was very noisy there the vibes were very high and my mic imagined. was was not cooperating as well as it should have and i've done my best to clean it up but anyhow let's hear from mitch andrew aj and then we'll come back and talk about it okay so so my biggest takeaway is this we play like we can play. You know, the first half, we weren't sharp. And then we turned it on. You know what I'm saying? We're a dangerous squad. Nobody wants to mess with us when we play like this. When we play like this, we're a dangerous team. But we had that last goal where we switched off. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because now, you know, the coaches said they can tell the guys, hey, look, you, you got to be consistent. You gotta focus, you gotta finish the drill. All of the pressure is on Columbus on Sunday. I see this. I see this. So when y'all see me, y'all say, Mitch told you. We win, we won this series, and Nashville loses to Orlando. We got Nashville in the house, and we beat their ass 4 0 last time. Nobody wants to see us. That's how we do five tries, don't stop, ATL. Uh, we played well. Uh, we were able to control the midfield a lot more than the first game. We were able to uh, – Moyumba was not taking any stupid challenges in this game. And we were able to basically keep them out of our final third most of the first half and converted our chances that we got. So, the first half, we actually – are controlling some things, but Columbus, they know how to gut punch you, they know how to mouth punch you, and yeah, they uh, they almost caught us out, but we caught them out with their pants down a little bit, and uh, it's a beautiful chip from uh, from Silva, a little side footer, and uh, yeah, we go into the half with, a, I think, a really good scoreline, actually, because 2-1 is way better than 2-0, actually, because uh, there's uh, that false sense of complacency and you know that oh yeah we're up we're good we're good nah like we actually we got that little wake up call and I think now that second half we have really something to actually protect
And we're back. All right. So Mitch thought, and this his take was at the end of the match, where we did give up that late second goal, but mm-hmm. he has an interesting perspective on that, where he was saying, you know, first of all, we have to go to Columbus, and we have to play like we know we can play, not like we played in that first game. We yeah. have to be Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta is... Yep. I know, no Tiago then. We have our full strength now. But this club has been, from day one, better off when we're a goal up to one, one nil, whatever it is, going for that second, going for that third. That's our defense. Not protecting the lead. We're mm-hmm. better off taking a few risks and going to find out that other goal. That's what right. we have to do. It didn't matter, thankfully, that late, late goal that we gave up. But I he thinks that that showed the team that you just you cannot let up at any point. End of the first half, end of the second, you have to see it out entirely. Start strong, close strong. If if there's a if there's one kind of negative thing, negative set of energy to that, that I could take from this is that not one but two goals in stoppage, two gut punch stoppage time goals, and. Ultimately, or one one at the very end of the first, I think it was in the 45th minute of right. the first half, and then the other one with like three minutes to go in stoppage time. So, you know, that is something where playing through the whistle has been an Achilles heel of this team, whether it's the end of a end of a half or, you know, waiting for Philadelphia to set up a free kick and waiting for a whistle when Philly had already played the free kick or, you know, pick an example of switching off just a little bit too soon. So I think you're right that uh, Mitch is making a great point here of something that hopefully the team remembers, takes a look at, and then improves on because we can't give up any easy breaks away at Columbus. Agreed. Thank you to to Mitch, who's on the Footy Mob board, y'all. If you don't know, he's a great guy. He sits directly. In oh, it's front that of Mitch. Me. I didn't realize it was that Mitch. Oh, Hi, yeah, Mitch. It's that Mitch. <laughs> there ain't no other Mitch. Hi, ain't no other Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, he's the Mitch. All right. Uh, next up was Andrew. He's part of the uh, uh, a Patreon of Atlanta United Fan TV. So we thank him for supporting those guys, and you know, in turn, supporting us because we're all one big family now but he thinks we controlled the midfield much better. Agreed. There were no dumb or rash challenges from Moyemba or anyone else for that matter. And we were able for the most part to keep them out of our final third. For, do you, do y'all agree with that? At least in the first half, I found him at halftime and that was kind of his big takeaway from the, from the first 45. So I feel like in the first like 30 minutes or so of the match, I think both teams were really just kind of doing that whole play in footsie hmm. thing. You know, where it's like, you know, it's like like when you're on a first date and you're kind of scared to talk to the person that you're on the date with and you're just kind of giving them, giving them the eye and you're trading a few little glances and trying to figure out if, if you could actually like like this person or if you're just bored out of your skull and want to get the hell out of there. Um, that So so I, I think in that regard, yeah, I, I think if you listen to what the people from Columbus are saying, uh, they pretty much said exactly the same thing that we said about our match, our, our away match against them, which is, you know, we just didn't do anything right. So I, I don't know if, if the truth is somewhere in between. Um, you know, I would absolutely agree with him that Miyumba just had a different gear that he found. And and I would attribute that also to him probably being in the more preferred spot that we have him normally play in as the eight. Agreed. Kristen? 
Samesies? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say Samesies because um, we just, I think everybody looked on our team, looked more comfortable uh, for various reasons. Oh, that's so weird. I can see you typing. Um <laughs> I have it up right now. Anyway, we, we got our Google Doc up, y'all. It's yeah. where we let me share uh, our here take two on that. I um, keep my bad puns and jokes <laughs> off of there though on a separate document, so y'all. Oh, I wrote. I'm just gonna write. I'm just gonna start writing eye rolls in the moment, heart, not rehearsed. Heart. I'm just uh, anyway. Um, no, I think that just in general, when we were away at Columbus, we were not, we weren't playing our game. We weren't playing mm -hmm. our formation. We didn't have our players that we all, we didn't have our starting 11. Everything looked uncomfortable. So if anything, it was like a night and day situation where it wasn't even that Mayumba just did better. It's just that we looked more comfortable and we were able to flip everything. We were able to flip the script. They made, we were completely uncomfortable yep. away in their house. They came to us and then we made them feel uncomfortable. And so I think we just played better. We played how we should. I, I don't even know if, because yeah. I don't think my played that badly. I think we were just so out of sorts in the first, in the first match. Um, the part that gets frustrating is when you go, okay, you guys had a dominating performance where you didn't make silly mistakes. Why can't you do that all the time? What's stopping you from doing that all the time? And I know that that's a controversial question, but I heard somebody ask that. I'm the real only reason I'm bringing that up right now is because if I had had a recorder out and I would have gotten his take on that, because that's exactly what a lot of people are asking is like, well, yeah, we can we, do this. Why can't we do this all the time? So what do you got, Jennifer? I, I think that. The, the nuance the nuance you just hit on is not that we played this dominating game dominating dominating game with no mistakes we made a couple did, of mistakes clearly. we made a couple of real big <laughs> mistakes but we played we played we never stopped playing right. our game that is the difference like we were consistently within the identity and the system and and right. all of that to where we were dominating to the point where we could overcome those right. mistakes and that was a really refreshing. And I'm just going to say one more thing to that effect. I didn't, I was so busy celebrating just in general in stoppage time. Like, cause we had just scored the fourth and I was still just like, we're still, yeah. I, you know, there's just like, you know, we're, we're doing the, we're doing the, you know, we're doing some kind of chant. I, you know, I'm chatting with the, the guys in front of us. I'm chatting with Glenn, you know, to the left and to, I'm chatting with another guy to my right who had his young son there. It was such a non event when they scored the second goal that I didn't even know it had happened for a good two minutes. I think you literally had to point out to me that they had scored again. I was like, whoa, when did it become four, two? I, I, I was, the I was, we were doing this thing. Thing. and I looked up and I was like, wait a minute. They scored a goal. What? Yeah. What? How did so that happen? anyway, uh, I just, it, we didn't play our game from the beginning for the first match and this one we did even though we there was a couple of nervy moments maybe in the first 17 minutes even with that one that was called off with Caleb being offsides we had it from the 17th minute on we controlled the match from there we played our game from the get-go and controlled and real quick AJ thought something similar that right. we controlled some things right but Columbus does know how to gut punch their opponents and they did mm -hmm. but we were able to respond AJ, similar to Mitch, likes that likes the fact that we there's some positives to giving up a goal. 
he actually yeah. felt like the scoreline going in 2-1 was actually better than 2-0 because it doesn't give us that false sense of complacency. We had to earn it back. And that tells us, you, you right. know, sometimes this team needs those wake-up calls, and that was one. Yeah, we said, right. I was saying for about 50 or 60 minutes of the match last night, we need a third goal. 2-1 was not going to be enough. And it turns out I was right, you know, even all the way into stoppage, 2-1 wouldn't have been enough. So it mm-hmm. had to be more. So, um, yep. yeah, they, they, everybody seemed to have pretty similar takes last night. So, yeah. All right. Moving good. into our takes. Thank you to Mitch, Andrew, AJ, and, and everybody else who, who recorded. Sorry we couldn't fit everybody in, but we really appreciate uh, everybody interacting. It's really cool. So the first one's pretty easy. Number one, first 20 minutes, yeah, we win the ball back. It's just I always feel like we could be doing a bit more to just get more direct with it. You win the ball back, great, in a good now position, go. and they're half. Now hey! go. And speaking of now go, Jack has decided to crash the pod. Hello, Jack. This is, this is a perfect time to jump in. We just yeah. hit number one. How it's you a doing, Jack buddy? Attack. He did. He's he, he's a jump in right. on number one, baby. We're just we're just getting in the groove. I. You hey, shut up. There was a lot one? going on, okay? I, I told y'all that he might just pop in and popped in. <laughs> he did. He has taken a break, y'all, to bless us with his presence from his one, two, seventeen Georgia. I was pods. watching I was watching Survivor. I was literally just watching Survivor. Wow. <laughs> wow. It, it's, it's very it's, important. It's survivor. It's very important. Then the pod. That's the order of importance. I was also hosting. I was also hosting yeah. people. I was not about to take you, away the you one. You have a survivor watch party. Have, some of my. I was just. I do, getting, so, yeah. Some of my friends don't have televisions, and so I have a television. So I'm like, well, of course are we'll your, do this. Are some of your friends I have 90? television? No, some of them are uh, teachers oh. that don't get paid enough. I was just gonna say nobody calls it a television. <laughs> My Roku TV is a TV. Is, I, it just sounded like the word you, TV. your television had knob dials on, on, on the front and rabbit no, it ears. Doesn't. And you had to hit it the doesn't. side it to has. get the picture to come in. I remember those days. I almost bought rabbit ears so I could watch the CW this week because that's where Georgia Tech ah, played. I see. So, uh, hey, Tech is having really, a hell of a year in a lot of different areas. Uh, you can go listen to my podcast, Science of the Southland, and hear go all about it. Go check it, it out, y'all. Uh, so we just finished up number one about just us wanting to be a little more direct when we win the ball. Like if we win it back, great. Go to goal. Yeah. We just, there were right. a lot of times where Glenn and I just standing right next to each other. We're literally saying, okay, good. Now go, go, go. What are you doing? And then Lateral it's a back, back. pass Lateral and then back. it's a back pass. And then it's, and it's like, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a, a roll it out to the right or roll it out to the left. And it's nothing. It's nothing. Direct. I don't know if I had it, Honestly, I don't first 15 feel minutes, that way. Though, for 15, um, 20 minutes is what we're talking no, about. No, if you don't, that's cool. What, what did you see? Yeah, I saw an extremely well-done job of compacting the midfield by Columbus that effectively neutralized Almada, which is the key to that getting up. Like, you want to get the ball to Tristan and to Almada and then spring, uh, what's his face, uh, Silva and Saba, and then find Yorgo somehow. And they were just... just Right. They just bottled all of that up. Like it took us a minute to. It's like it took us a while to open that up. So I wasn't actually okay. like that was the first thing we all noticed in my section was like okay, they, like they knew yeah. we want to get to Almada. Right. They weren't going to let us use him. That's I mean that was that was very yeah. Bill Belichickian. We will not let you do so the thing you are from, best at. From because you're yeah. you're more of a sideline point of view, right, as opposed to a goal end point of view. I'm at I'm in the I 
Yeah, I, no, you? I'm okay. Goland. I'm behind. I am. I'm to the right of oh, the okay, uh, okay, the far okay. goal. I was just wondering because from literally from our perspective, when you only you're literally only looking, you know, it, it vertically. Right. You can literally see the vertical movement, yeah. which is yeah. nice, but you're not really seeing the horizontal movement, which is the one thing that I do get when I watch from home. Is I always get that horizontal yes. view yes. of the pitch, and I, I do think that that helps me and gives us a different perspective when we do this because I can say. Eh, um but yeah i think from from where we were it just felt like we were having a hard time and maybe it was more them compacting us than it and keeping yeah from us your from side of the stadium it, it would have looked for, yeah from your side of the stadium it would have looked weird because it's the right so in the first 20 going away from us it just looked like we were having yeah. trouble once we got once I mean, I saw Columbus go being away very, and go for I it. I saw them being very compact. We did. Yeah. So I think I, I think that's yeah. fair. Just yeah, no, yeah. I think like we would just I not would... do much with it, but it's it's not like we had room to do much with it. Right. Credit to Columbus. That's what I'm saying that, like, yeah, like they were going for it. They were trying. Caleb could have been a little bit better on a couple of those. Mm. Um, but at the same time, yeah, like there was three guys around at any given okay. point. Like Columbus absolutely did the job right. So then do you all agree days. with number they... two, really? Like where it just felt like, I mean, neither of us really enjoy a broken game. Stop, start, stop, start Philly style. But it felt like we got going when we stopped and then started again. You know what I mean? That that's kind of when we started to frustrate Columbus and maybe that's something we need to do on Sunday is just make them uncomfortable and frustrated in that way. It felt like a classic 2018 game where a team would walk in and like 25 minutes in, they'd just be frustrated. And so like the crowd would get in their heads, a call wouldn't go their way because it's just impossible to not make a bad call without getting booed mercilessly in the stadium. And so the refs tilted and then the defense is tilted and just stuff just gets thrown out of whack. Like that hasn't happened that mm. many times since yeah, I mean, 2020. Are, Ben's and used it to finally be a felt like that kind of vibe of just like, yeah, yeah, it felt like the fortress vibe for once. Like that was absolutely. Yeah, we a talked thing about that a lot years. before you. Yeah. Three years, three years. I'll give We touched on that a good too. bit before you jumped on Jack was just the environment was, was absolutely okay, okay. a factor. It's like the 13th man out there that we, we finally brought a little bit of right, that back yeah. last night. I think well, that's a big point. Well, if you heard of uh, four, yeah. Go, go, Jennifer. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if you heard Saba um, on the post game conference, like on the post game show with Jason and Mike, uh, he said exactly that. Like that, that the atmosphere was incredible, and that that they really, you know, they felt like they had an extra player. And he hasn't gotten to experience that in its entirety yet because he wasn't no. here for the cup and he right. hasn't really had a game that mattered, like Jennifer so eloquently put it a little while ago, that mattered so much as last night's game did. He hasn't been a right. part of one of those yet. Now, he hasn't been here that long, too. So for the three, three or four new signings that we had to be on the pitch and experience that last night, which is going to piss me off when we start talking about number three or whichever one it was, um, you know, they, they, they had every right to enjoy every bit of what the Benz and our supporters can offer in that kind of environment. I really am glad that they were finally able to experience that too, because that is what it can be like all the time. Yeah, for real. I mean, number three, we're kind of going to skip over because we've already hit it, um, with the fan takes. Yeah. At least we responded. Yeah, Sorry, we gave up the four. goal, but we did something Atlanta maybe hasn't done as often, which is just responding immediately. 
Yeah. The yellow, it's dumb. It's, it's dumb. So it's a Spider-Man mask. I haven't well, looked up have... the rules to see, like, is it just the default yellow for any prop usage? It's kind of odd then when but you have gonna, MLS. If you're going to call a yellow for that, you have to call a yellow for a guy lifting his shirt up to show an undershirt that Or says like something. when they take it and they throw and their head over, ball. they throw the yep. shirt over their head, you know, like they're like they're, they're a ghost or something. Yeah. Or they and tuck you know, the ball. Almada doesn't get yellows for Fuerte Apache that he wears, you know, for his hometown that he wears yeah. at an undershirt. Or like you take the and ball, you take Marcy, the ball and you tuck it in like a belly, like a big yeah, belly. Hold on. So all of a sudden. Our rules expert here might offer some oh, no, this is not a rules thing. This is not a rules thing. I'm blaming Messi for all of this. <laughs> you are, because he would do all those Marvel celebrations for uh, his kid, uh, and yeah. it became cool. Uh, and then Silva's like, "Oh, why don't I do Kristen, that?" You hey, should be very like happy Spider-Man. about Messi taking the blame. <laughs> um, just, it's it's silly, no, but I'm here. I for don't it. know not the I, time, Glenn. Hey, it's look, not the time. No, it's not. If we're gonna take a yellow, I'm fine with that, just for the vibes, and also. MLS is tweeting out picks that go hard featuring yeah, Jean Day anyhow. Like so pointed out, no, they Jennifer pointed out they're literally using it as a as the the banner on the on the the MLS website of like yeah. You know what did it say? Like just like oh, check this out. You know, it was the the playoff the playoff hub. Apple TV. Like, yep. Come on, yeah, it was the playoff hub. Was the picture of of Almada hugging um Silverman. Silverman. <laughs> yeah, we call it so Silva you're Man. welcome, MLS. If in the future, yeah, you want to, we have another situation Marvel. like this, or Zande gets a a fine of yeah. some sort. Maybe we yeah, just call it even. Break. Maybe we just call it even. Yeah. So number four. This was the key moment for me the whole night. Yeah. Jean scores. That's great. And then he misses and it happens. It's happened to Joseph. It's happened to every great player in this game from Messi to Mo Salah. They've all done this where you miss an ugly sitter. What Mm. followed was Mm. beautiful. Yeah. Your ghost. I mean, Jean beside himself. Yeah. He knows. Face in. Literally Face in hands and those moments can be really bad it can spiral down Tear the stadium can get quiet no yorgos immediately it was, it was a spider-man goes. mask yeah. it was a mask he just still had it no. on couldn't see <laughs> don't think so yorgos immediately goes over grabs his man and starts amping up the crowd into chance of silva silva right that's special john day silva silva because we were in the middle of doing the AUFC corner kick. Ah, that's nice. That's so nice. that like like a bunch of us in the front of 102 started yelling at the Capo side. I think it came out of 136, and the whole supporter section picked it up. And I mean, for a solid, a good solid minute, three yeah. minutes. Yeah, we heard it. It was, it was a heard solid it. three heard minutes. It. We were doing sh- because Columbus had a man down on the other end. Right. So yeah, play was completely did. stopped. And and poor Jean Day's like sitting there stewing in his own juices. We had to do something. But that was a beautiful he moment. Scored the, he scored the goal that put yeah, us ahead. It was, scored, you know, he scored okay. an amazing goal. He was already contributing. Yeah. Like it's we weren't I, I don't know. Like it's it's a sitter. It's embarrassing. And especially in a big moment like that, it can be like you said, it can tear your fucking heart out. And he knows he has to make that. And that would have been three for us. But Yorgos didn't huge. let it happen. But nobody, becoming, nobody oh, let it happen. Yeah. And that's been coming. And yeah. he has been becoming a leader of this team, a future potential captain of this team, Brooks Probably. as well. 
Yeah. Um, just a really special moment. Incredible. You could hear it throughout the stadium. Jason and Mike heard it but, clearly but, up but in the booth, I mean, and they're on the other end. Zonde, but Zonde deserved to be picked up too we weren't the supporters were like oh you know as soon as he misses we go oh but we weren't booing him you know no nobody like, was no, no you're always oh, your yeah, own yeah. your own worst critic it was one of those it was one of those weird things where like you didn't know what to do with yeah. yourself mm-hmm. because you were aghast that he missed a shot like that yeah and we're all ready to celebrate a goal that, like when, yeah, it's we're all ready to start cheering. Anything else? Yeah, and and then it's like, oh well, well we can't because he didn't actually score that goal that he was supposed to score. And what do we do with ourselves? And that was when Yorgo started throwing his arms in the air at us. We're like, okay, let's fucking go. Yeah, I, I yeah. love it. I love Does everybody. Know what minute that happened in? That uh, it was before the it was before Mascara's goal. So I yeah, want to well, say the seventieth. Between seventieth and eightieth, uh, right. I want to say. Um, I don't think the the exact minute matters, but the moment. No, I was just wondering. The as moment far was as really cool. Up, I was trying to. I was wondering based on like the buildup of the game, and I, I just couldn't remember how many minutes were left. Um, because so it was like the eighty sixth when Mascara got his, so it had to have been before that. But we were in that. You know, there it hadn't been a goal. There hadn't 61st. been a goal since before that of the of that half yet. So it was like there was this nervous tension, yeah. and that at, at that point when that happened, everybody's going, "Oh, that was it! That was it!" You know, that would have sealed it right yeah. there. And I think that that's what big part of it is for like twenty five minutes or something. There was a lot of buildup, and and there had been a couple of really close chances. You know, Yorgos had gotten back in there, I think, once or twice, where we're all like, "Oh, this is good," and then it didn't come off. So it was just, it was such a huge buildup of tension when that didn't come off. I think he felt it too, and so I'm just saying, like, we did what Atlanta does. We've never, when have we ever booed a player, like? Yes. Who? Yes. When? Oh, yes. Michael Bradley. I said a player. Yeah. No, Michael no, Bradley. our player. She means one our of our players. Players. Our players. Can, um, I, mean, I don't know. Our booze. Uh, well, we can Kubo be critical, but I mean, what I and... what I'm saying really is that we don't we we don't do not that. Directly, that's not no. part of what who we are. Like that's so when we were when he was so visibly upset about it and everybody immediately along with your ghost just immediately picked him back up man it was fucking beautiful i i don't think i was ever going to like i was never concerned about booze i was just concerned about like you know you just get a little quiet and you you lost in that moment you don't know how to respond and i just love that your ghost just ensured that maybe we would have responded positively anyhow maybe but I love his instinct to go over there and make sure, no, this energy is not dropping off. Saba joins in too and gets the whole stadium going. Like there's no time to drop off. This shit yeah. happens. We're still rolling here. I love it. It I was in the moment. 59th minute, by the way, 59th minute. Oh, wow. So it had only way been earlier. Okay. 15 minutes into the half. I've got, I've got it at 61st. Well, that was the replay. But it's the same yeah. range, same range. Six, yeah, same range. Uh, yeah. That, do y'all know what the XG was on that shot? I don't even uh, know. 7.0. Yeah. The seven's correct. Is it 0. 0.7? <laughs> I yeah, would have thought 7. it would have been yeah. even higher. Wow. Wow, that, that's kind of interesting then. If that was 0. 0.7, I mean, our XG for the night was 2.37. So you take 0. 0.7 off of that. We well shot over our XG then. My goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah, two yeah, two yeah, two point four wow. if you round up. Uh Mosquera's goal was only point zero nine. Uh, oh, and hey, Almato's this is off topic, point- but I just like to recognize that Jack's drinking a very lovely uh dark red something. Jennifer should appreciate this. Bordeaux of some sort. This is a this this is uh Wild Heavens Ode Oh, to it's the Ode to Mercy. Ooh, uh, that's okay. a nice one. You can hear it by the way yes. in the uh in the broadcast you can hear everybody chanting for Silva. It's it's pretty it's oh, pretty sure, pronounced. Yeah. We heard it pretty we yeah. heard it pretty clearly on the yeah. other side of the stadium. If, if it gets to our, if it great. gets to the other side of the yeah, stadium it's, pretty, it's great, on the broadcast. Great. great moment. I hope he knows how much support he really has and he how does. just not he from knew. his fellow his, players his, his but heart, from his, his coaches hand was on his, on yeah. his heart he and was everybody everybody, everybody from Atlanta's behind him and he's going to have a great future here and i think he yep. knows that well hopefully we sign him hopefully make this permanent <laughs> yeah just buy him just buy him the it's our option just you know figure yeah, out yeah, the money yeah, make, make it, it work we like you flap here. flap some hands out i, him. Just I make think it we do i think we do yeah wrapping up five we needed a performance. We talked about this before, talked about this on the high five. We needed more than just a win. And maybe this yeah. wasn't like a totally dominating, commanding performance, but it was pretty good. Pretty GG was good. on another level. Even with the late conceded goal, this should give Columbus plenty to think about, right? Between now and then, I'm sure they still feel good about playing at home mm-hmm. and they should. They've only lost one game at home yeah. this whole season. Yeah. And we haven't had a whole lot of success. Y'all, this is the first time we beat Columbus at home since 2018, let alone at their house. Yeah, it's still... We have done it once huge, it's with still Rob Valentino. We did it. Yeah. And, but yeah, I think that was at the old Robbie. stadium, not their new home. I believe that was in 21, right? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. 20. Uh, it, it's still was, a fairly I, I don't large... Think it was open yet. Yeah, it's still a fairly large mountain to climb, but it's a huge statement. It's a huge statement. Do you feel, go around the room, was that a statement win? Subjective. Kristen feels Absolutely. like it. Yes. Right, Jennifer? Absolutely. That was a statement win. That was a statement win. It doesn't have to be perfect to be a statement. That's a good point. And I'll say this. The two, like the two goals <laughs> that Columbus scored were not cheap goals. They were well, they were no. well struck. No, they were not. They were... You know, yeah. against the Cuchos was Cucho. that could have been yeah, it's Cucho, and that maybe could have kind of maybe we could credit that to like it was a bad giveaway, you know, in midfield, but we could have maybe done something to prevent it up to that point. But man, that one that comes in from the corner, that the the one that was the second one for them in stoppage, like at the ninety fourth minute, that's a hell of a goal, a go- ball to pick out of the middle of the air like that. That's a great goal. We didn't yeah. necessarily give them up. They were scored legitimately by a team that is very, very good. We just played better last night. You know, you know who else played better than anybody wants to give him credit for because we did give up two goals is Brad Guzan. And Miles. Oh, he stood tall. He had a big he, save in the first 10 minutes. Because they score that, that's Russell? a whole different game. If they score in the yep. sixth minute, yep. that's a different game. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I know. If we allowed the first goal, I would have considered just that's it failing. No, so no, like, you're I, not wrong would, because we don't whole, do well when that happens. It would have at least read. Yeah, no, yeah. we're terrible in that situation. If we don't score first, then Columbus. Uh, I'm we, glad yeah. then I put. We were at the, the same team. Time. We were the team throughout the year that was. Um, you know, we had the the reputation, and and we followed it up with um never giving up and scoring goals in the last ten minutes. But um, we're 
to get a draw, not necessarily to win. You know, like we we did pretty yeah. good job of uh, digging ourselves out of the hole and managing to walk away with a point um, sometimes. But yeah, if we give up a goal, a, if we give up a goal in our house at in the sixth minute, it's a whole different game. For what it's oh, worth, that was a big one. I'm sure I'm sure this won't be shocking to anyone. No, I don't believe we have ever lost when we have scored three goals. Now, if you're scoring three <laughs> goals, you probably should win. Agreed. Or at least draw. Yeah. 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 So take some solace in that. They, we just you can relax Sunday if we, we have three goals. What, all is well. Yeah. <laughs> we know what this defense has done in the past and the crimes they've committed mm-hmm. in sure. Columbus. That's and true. look at look at who scored too. Like, look at the look at the people that were able to put those four away. It's almost ex- it's almost exactly who you'd expect, except the Saba for Mascara. But that was because that was a sub. You know what I'm saying? The people that scored are the four people that I would have expected to score. Jennifer, what you got? I I, I was gonna chime in here and say I think that it, you know when you look at both Columbus and Atlanta that played similar styles. You know, we talked about this on 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 the other pod the other day about the mirror match, right? And like, you know, Columbus does defense a lot better than we do. I think our offense is more diverse. And and if there's a difference maker, it's that we diverse have is a, a good really, description. It's a it's a you it's a diverse attack. You don't know where it could come from. Any one of four six different or seven goal scorers, four different people. You know, we don't, we're not like super reliant on one or two people to do all of our scoring for us. And Columbus is, I I don't think the way the league is structured now that you can get away with having like, you know, I'm not saying that like a game breaker, like a Joseph or a Zlatan or somebody like that. I'm not saying that they can't make a difference in win you matches, but they can't be the only thing that you throw out there. Yeah, that's what worked for LAFC in their first couple of years is they just had a whirlwind of options to throw at goal and they were killing team. They killed us that way too. Like there was like five different guys. Like I got a guy, you guard that guy, got to guard that guy. And and then you had Vela in the midst of all of this. Mm. And so that's what made that work really well for them. And we're teetering on that again with Yorgos. Like you can't ignore him. He will score on you in a second if you give him the window like Joseph would do. But also we've got about we got guys running 4.540 yard dashes listen, on the wings at the same Saba time. Saba with the ball at his feet is genuinely terrifying. It's if so, I'm a defender. you yeah. know, something good is happening. Just the way he runs, it just seems like. Did y'all mention that that pass in the no, second half? No, go That nearly, no, yeah, the one where he just, early second half, where he just kind of just flips oh, it Oh, that was so delicious. It was Yorgos so, if that had come off, oh it. man. Yeah. So sweet, like that. Uh, I don't think Yorgos had I me. Mean, he went, he hit it on the outside of his boot, and so that's why it was it started wide and finished wide. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he at least got more like surface of his shoe on that. So his, just, his Saba's ability to play at speed, like at full speed, and still make really quality passes and just see the game and see runs while he's just like full tilt. That is the Atlanta. That is yes. our brand. He is quite literally the perfect epitomization yeah, of Atlanta. Embodiment Soccer. of that. Full, full throat, run as hard as you can, kick it as hard as <laughs> yeah. you, just all of that. Yeah, you just go. Just it, it's just the, just go and get down yeah. there mentality. Agreed. All right, y'all. I love I it. Think, I think it's what I signed up for. I think we've done That's it for damn sure. 
in, in less than an hour with a ton to talk about with Jack crashing in. Appreciate him jumping in, um, you know, in between Survivor and the Golden Bachelor parties that he hosts uh, on the regular. All right. One of those shows is objectively not for me. <laughs> sure it isn't. Um, all right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for supporting Atlanta United Fan TV. And join the Discord if you haven't already. We'll post that invite link in the show notes. We will be back, not with a five-a-side this week, because we're playing on Sunday, and that's a little too much. And we got some other cool episodes in the work with in the works with that show that's going to involve, um, well, we'll leave it a mystery. It's going to be cool. All sorts of fun surprises fun surpri- coming for you. Fun surprises coming with the five-a-side. So no episode for that, but we will be back on Monday night to talk about how we are going to have another opportunity to go to Orlando's house and knock them out of the playoffs. Right? Okay, we talked about this, Glenn. We talked about this, Glenn. You can't, you you can't, you can't. You're going to jinx the things. You're going to just just go eat some Listen, chicken. Listen, I'm feeling up. Glenn, are you I like me? Like no, you can't. No, 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 no. We have to focus on what's in front of us. We cannot look ahead to what... Ah, what may come. I hear that. It's um, totally rational. I'm feeling very optimistic, a strange feeling for me, with the strike uh, with film and TV potentially being over. Over. Atlanta mm-hmm. having a great match. I'm saying we're going, man. We're going to Orlando. How she sweet. hates me for How this. How sweet that would be. No, I don't. I don't hate it. I just, I'm just, oh. Don't you love how we have to go from Ohio no. to Florida for back to back matches? No. You, know, you, know, you know, Glenn, if we don't get to go oh. to Orlando, I'm completely going to blame you. I will own it. I'm going to blame you. I'm going to say it's all your fault. However, if we do. If you cost me a trip to go to Disney World, I'm going to be very upset with you. However. Because <laughs> you know what I want to do my Thanksgiving weekend? Tell me. I want to go to Disney World. Like I won the Super Bowl. If we do go, I'm going, I'm going to be absolutely insufferable. <laughs> More than you already are. More than I already am. Well, Whoa. I'm a Chelsea Whoa. supporter, so we're all kind of insufferable. Let's be real. Sorry oh, to your Spurs. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, as always, for all the continued support. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to us. Thank you for going to Mason Mill and supporting them. It means a lot to them and to us. We will be back Monday night. Until then, y'all be good. We will be back. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>